Silence. Seriously? Serious. Hello? Hey, uh, oh, I'm sorry, am I interrupting something? Silence. Oppenheimer. I myself am strange and unusual. This is Nerf Ray Radio. Nerd alert. See, this is the stuff that brings nerds together. So it's sort of social. Demented and sad, but social, right? If I'm interested in it, then by definition, it is nerdy. My dad's a nerd. And welcome to episode 308 of Nerd Pride Radio. 308, uh, well, okay, the 308 Winchester is a uh, rifle cartridge that is apparently incredibly popular, and oh, it's yeah. the first, like, 15 results, 20 results for, for 308. But when you take that out, remember last week when I said I'm sick and tired of doing area codes? 308 is Western Nebraska. It's all right. I I gotta I, I gotta do Nebraska. I can't help that one. So anyway, ask me how I'm doing today. Go on. Ask me. <laughs> Fine. I how you doing? <laughs> I know. Why? I am awesome. My name is Mike Jones. I am a Pathfinder slash D&D nerd, a history nerd, a sci-fi nerd, a comic book nerd, computer nerd, movie nerd, comedy nerd, science nerd, gaming nerd, plus. There's like seven other kinds of nerd I only wish I was nerdy enough to be. You are listening to Nerd Pride Radio. You know, I the wouldn't pla- be able to interrupt you so if you just turn off your ringer, man. The place I go every week to haver on about all the nerd stuff that just won't fit in my skull anymore. As always, we are recording live from our Nerd Pride studios in the steerage accommodations of the of Shields Helicarrier. Sponsored by people who can't turn off their phone. Do I, wow, where do I sign up for that? Okay. Anyway, um, oh, oh, and 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 uh, tomorrow it's my dad's birthday. So yeah. there you go. That's a, oh wait, 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 and then after that. It's Aiden's birthday. Happy it is birthday, my birthday. Aiden. Yeah. Will that make you? <laughs> 50? All right. Anyway. Um, yeah. Right. So anyway. Yeah. Uh, you're, 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 a, you're a believable father of a 30-year-old man. Could be. Started early. Yeah, give it four years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess, it, I guess, I guess Jacob will be 30 in four years. All right. Anyway. Uh. This is the time for me and Aiden where we talk about all of the interesting things that we've stumbled across during the last week. If something tickles our nerd fancies during the course of this busy, busy week, we add it to our master lists. And then the best stuff off of those respective lists gets spewed out all over you guys every week when we record. You lucky dogs. Straight into it. Uh, and now for something completely different. That's right. It's time for something completely different. This is stuff I just don't have a category for yet. And guess what? Um... I discovered something about myself this week, 
And all right, first, you know, I'm gonna have to preface. Lisa, this. this is for you. I'm gay. If I if I just tell the story, it's going to sound like a humble brag, and it's not a humble brag. It's just an out and out brag. I got a huge promotion this week. And <gasps> yeah, I'm you did. Super thrilled about it, uh, and it's very very awesome. And the best part about this promotion is that it's actually a reclassification. So I wrote in and explained how my job duties have changed. I said duties. Um, and anyway, <laughs> you said job. So, uh, so anyway, uh, I explained how my uh, how my job had changed, and here's what I'm doing. And thus, uh, I actually should be reclassified under a different, higher paying uh, job description. And they bought it, and so therefore, <laughs> you say it like you tricked them. And so therefore. I get to go to work and do exactly the same things I've been doing, and nothing changes, but I get paid 20% more. You can't complain about now, that. It's, it's crazy that that you haven't been able to do this podcast full-time with how many sponsors we have. Yeah, you would, you would think. You know what? Podcasting is just not as lucrative as you imagine. I mean, the McElroy brothers would say different. Uh, well, okay. Actually, my, my next plan... Um, is I am going to hit both jackpots um, Tuesday and Wednesday this week. And uh, after taxes and you take the payout, should be just over a billion dollars. So I think that will set me up. And then I don't even have to worry yeah. about sponsors. It'll be fine. And then I wouldn't need to worry about sponsors. Oh, look, we want to build character. Yeah, do you? Yeah, we really do, because... I mean, uh-huh. I mean, there's some, there's some spots where you're lacking. That's all I'm saying. So maybe Ouch. we could. You sound like every girlfriend I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the whole point is, uh, the reason I bring this up. Well, I bring it up so I can brag about my promotion. But the secondary reason I bring it up is what I discovered is when my boss called me and told me that I had gotten the reclassification. Uh, my instinctive response when I am filled with unexpected joy. Uh, at something like this, my instinctive response is to scream, HOT DAMN! That's what I did. Sorry, I should have warned you I was going to scream. But, HOT DAMN is my instinctive response. And I can just, I can just hear my grandmother when I say it. Like, after I got done, I'm like, oh my god, is grand-grand here? What the hell was that, HOT DAMN? That's something my dad would have said 30 years ago. What, what, is, is it better than HOT DOG? Okay, that was that was Eli's prediction. Is what did you say? Hot dog? And I'm like, no, but you're close. So <laughs> I like hot dog. That would have been that would have been great if I had hot, said hot, hot dog. Hot damn is the curse word version of hot dog. Yes, that's right. That's the the version we have to censor into hot dog when we play it on the Disney Channel. All right. Um, anyway, that's all I had. I just hot wanted to tell you, diggity guys. daffodil. <laughs> I tired of these monkey fighting snakes on this Monday Monday to Friday plane. plane. Um, So, next up, it's our gaming table. I've got Dungeon Master's Guide. I've got 12-sided die. Role-playing games, videos, video games, board games, card games, any games if it fits on my gaming table. Then I am here with my son to share it with you. Your son's over here! You're not with him, damn it! I, You're a liar! <laughs> we went to the silence. I, I mimed going over to the fridge and getting a soda for each of us. And uh, don't, don't shake it up. Here you Come go. on. 
Oh, sure. It's funny when you interrupt me every week. It's funny. It's funny when you you screw up the timing on all of the opening stuff. But when I try it, you shake up my soda. You're mean. No, no, no. I'll keep this one because I I have to talk first, and then you can talk after. Um. So anyway, I waited until he got up and got to the fridge, and then I started. So uh, <laughs> on the gaming table this week, uh, the one I have, and Aiden was here for this. Um, for Christmas, as a family, we got the game Uno Flip. And, uh, you know, Uno is an old game, and we've played it a million times. Mm-hmm. But we played Uno Flip, and the magic of Uno Flip is there's uh, light cards, light side There's a light side to every card, which looks like a standard Uno deck, but not quite as mean. So instead of draw two, it's just draw one. Instead of draw four wild, it's a draw two wild. Um, But then, if you flip the cards over, there's a whole other deck on the back with four different colors. And now everything's much meaner. There's a draw five. There's a, a wild card where you name the color that you want. And then the next person has to draw until they get that color. Even if they have it in their hand already, they have to draw until they get that color. And then their turn is done. They don't get to play at all. And it just moves on to the next person. And so so every time a flip card comes up, everyone turns their hands around to the other colors. And uh, the uh, the playing deck and the draw pile both get flipped over to the other sides. And it's... Um, and it turned out to be a lot of fun. Like, more fun than I was expecting. But, and, and, and we played with the actual accepted rules, not whichever ones Uno's trying to push. Right. And then, this is this is the other bit, is, look, it's a, it's a cool twist on the game, it's a lot of fun, but then Aiden and Jacob insisted that we play with uh, house rules that apparently everyone in the world plays with, but I never have. So, uh, supposedly, on if you uh, play a seven, then you get to trade hands with one other person. Uh, of your choice, or if you play a zero, which there were no zeros in this one, so we changed it to nines, but if you play a zero, then everyone passes their hand uh, in the direction that play is going at that time. Um, so all the hands rotate. And then, and I, this one I'd, I'd seen before, is that if someone plays a card, a number card, that you have the exact same color number in your hand, then you're allowed to slap yours down. It's the slap down rule, they said. And you can just slap yours down on top of it, and now play starts from you and keeps on moving. All right. We implemented all of these rules. Oh, and the ability to play a plus two on a plus two. Right, right. When you, yeah, when you, oh, yeah. And then also being able to play plus two on plus two, or in this game's case, plus five on a plus five if it came up. We got up to plus 20. That was... Yeah, exactly. But the cool thing about it is it took all of the boring parts out of Uno because... It's really random, and anyone can win at any time, but you feel like you've got some control, even though no one really has any control at all. This one just cranks the chaos up to 11. And we had such a great time. If you're not, don't bother to keep score. Nobody cares who wins any individual hand. Not until Christmas did I know that there was a way to score Uno. Yeah, there is. If you're serious about your Uno, you keep score. Um, But no, it was way more fun this way. We just... It was just like Aiden said, pure chaos, and and so at any moment you could ha- you could wind up with a seven. Like, like I mean, yeah, yeah, sure, you could have a plan in your hand. But what you didn't know is the next three cards are going to be a plus fifteen chain, 
then a seven, someone's going to take your hand, and then a zero, all the hands are going to rotate, and now you've got completely different cards, and then someone hits flip, and now you don't even know what cards you have. My favorite move is uh, someone who has very few cards in their hands, but two of them match. They have matching sevens in their hand. Um, I Jacob did this the first time, and then I did it later on because I thought it was so funny. But you have, I you know, you have like two blue sevens in your hand, so you play both of them because you can put one down and then slap the other on top of it immediately. So now you get to trade hands twice. So now you go to the person with the most cards in their hand and you go, yeah, yeah, I'd like to trade with you. And then you look through them and then you go, okay, I, now I'd like to trade back. I just want to see because you, 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 you have two trades. <laughs> so uh, just it. It was just a lot of random fun. Anyone can win at any moment, and it's the turnarounds and the gotchas are so fast that everyone just has a good time. And again, uh, if anyone cares about who wins or if anyone cares about score, then don't play this. But if you're just there to have a good time and watch cards... Uh-huh. For one, a single game. But I, it is the best time I've had it playing It really Uno. was. It was so much fun. I think... I don't remember. I, I'm sure I won once. But I can't remember. Uh, you you won the time when I claimed that you had a red. Oh, that's 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 right. <laughs> when he told everybody, I lost track of cards. Thought he had a red in his hand, and I announced he has a red. And then they changed it away from red, and turns out no, he had a yellow. Yeah. So and and, and it, it's what caused him to win. So that that was an awesome game. Uno flip, and in fact, any Uno and institute all these house rules. I understand why people do it. It's uh-huh. a much more fun game. All right, what do you got? Uh, well, uh, I wasn't going to talk about this because I didn't know it existed until an hour ago. But uh, I woke up, uh, called Mike about uh, about doing the podcast, got dressed, headed over, and I opened my front door, and there's a package. Okay, open Amazon. Did I order anything? No, okay. Set my phone aside, pick up the package. Open it. Well, this is a D&D tile set. Uh-huh. Well, let me check Amazon again. Did I order something? <laughs> when you were drunk. No. No, I definitely didn't order something. Call Mike. Hey, did you send one of my birthday presents to my house? No. <laughs> oh, okay. And then I described it to him. He's like, oh, yeah, that's your brother. So then I got a hold of, got a hold of Jacob, called him. He's like, yeah, I... I told you I was sending you something. See, that's what happens when you don't pay attention to people. Well, if you would ever say anything interesting. Jacob, he doesn't mean it. I, I don't mean it. You're, you're a great brother, and I very much appreciate this tile set. He, he, has, he, he insisted that I, we I've, set, I've, up, we I've set been, up the recording table. I've been gushing over So it. that he would have enough room to play with his tiles while we record. Yay. So, and he does, in fact, love them. They are really beautiful. So... But the gaming cool table stuff. I actually had prepared. Oh yeah, was that I've discovered the thing that every DM loves, and in the manner that you find to enjoy this is what separates you as a good and bad DM according to your players. Okay. DMs love suffering. We love making our players suffer. Okay. I didn't know where you were going, but. Yeah, yeah, we do. <laughs> I mean, like, there's a difference. There, right, I mean, right. there's, there's, there's there's good and bad suffering. Right. There is suffering that furthers the story. Yes. Makes them stronger or makes them better or they have 
you know, they come out the other side having learned something. But, but yeah, when like again, the time I killed Steve Safford's dogs and and well, well one of them, and it sacrificed itself to save him, and it was this huge noble scene, and and he realized that had his dog not done that, he would have he would have uh-huh. uh, very nearly been killed himself or potentially. But anyway, the dog gives itself up for his sake, and uh, and Steve cried, and it was it was really glorious. But if you're a really good DM, you know how to balance the good and the bad suffering, right? Because a bad DM defines pleasure in all the bad suffering, right? No, no, I don't. I don't like watching it. Well, okay, unless I'm playing paranoia, in which case the suffering's the right, point. Right, right. The suffering's but, the point of paranoia. But uh, in general, yeah, no. Look, beanbag chair gun. Yeah, Mike. Look. In general, I I like to see my players successful. I like yes. to see them happy, and I like to see them win at things and tell a great I, story I where am, they're the big the big heroes. And I am more interested in seeing my players have fun than telling the story I have written. Right. Because I've had a couple campaigns that my players have just completely walked away from the plot. Yep. But uh, in one of my campaigns, uh, my player Ravinia, author, or I kill the goddess you worship. Aww. That's tragic. And so she made her choice. Turns out they were the same person. And that's how that reveal was... Wow. Broken to her. Wow. That's pretty classy. That's really cool. And it, and that was like a good use of bad suffering. Uh Uh-huh. Or you can take uh, my uh, player Althaya and uh, tease for weeks. I don't know. Is that kid yours? Uh I mean, you did sleep with that gnome. <laughs> I mean, it, it could. I mean, what would your wife say if she found out that this was your kid? I mean, not saying it is. And it wasn't his kid. No, it wasn't his kid. <laughs> it was never his kid. And I, I've, I've been using tarot cards as a way to kind of bring intrigue in. Uh-huh. So, like, I'll have, I'll see the five tarot cards I've laid out, and they're face down. I know what they are, mm-hmm. and it'll give me ideas. Like, okay, that's uh, adversary. So, uh, I mean, if I want, I can throw in someone that is going to kind of be in the way. And so every once in a while, I'll just flip over a card. Now, I could be doing this because it means something, or to explain something I've just done, or I could be doing it just to mess with them. Uh-huh. I flip a card, it says adversaries. Well, what do you mean adversaries? What, what do you mean? I just flipped a card, man. Nice. Don't, don't worry about it. It's nothing. Nice. Probably nothing. Don't worry about it. God, I, I have a harrowing deck from Pathfinder. It's essentially a, <laughs> a, a tarot deck, but Pathfinder style. And, uh, God, I should use it that way. That would be really cool. Uh-huh. All right. Um, also, uh, rolling dice for no reason. Oh, yeah. Okay. That is the classic move. I love doing that. I've been doing that since day one. Uh-huh. You just roll some dice. Especially if you roll them behind the screen and then look like you're really interested in what the numbers are. Maybe even write no, some stuff down. No, uh, the, the the best one is uh, you roll some dice behind your screen. Look one of your players. What's your AC? <laughs> and then they answer you. Okay, cool. And then you just move on. Uh huh. Yeah. It was say, say, same thing if you if you roll the dice 
you look and you go, can can you roll me a a, a fortitude save? <laughs> or hey, uh, roll some dice. Can I give have everyone roll a perception check quick? Yeah. Because otherwise... Alright, you don't see anything. They always know when the dice are relevant if you don't do this. Right. This is how you keep them on their toes. But, like... <laughs> I mean, when look, when it's a perception check and they fail it miserably, and there wasn't anything there anyway, but... Um, or when it's you, you ask for a saving throw, and they they roll terribly, and you just go, oh, okay, don't worry so, about it. My, my parents have an issue with uh, not understanding when a task is impossible. Uh huh. They're trying to locate a being that is unlocatable. Mm-hmm. They, I'm not going to give away whether their sneak was high enough that they just wouldn't be able to locate them, or if they weren't corporeal at the moment. But what I will say is that via perception check, they were not going to find this person. Right. So they keep rolling, and I got a 19 plus 7. Still don't see anything. Alright, what if I do this to get advantage? You know what? If everyone in the group helps you, I will give you quintuple advantage. Roll me 6d20 and take the best one. See? But, I mean, how many how many times in a video game have you just been positive that this is where the answer is? And then you're going to sit there and, and bumble around in these four rooms of the dungeon for two hours. <laughs> Okay, but wait, but wait. What if you put a bomb in that corner? Nope, still nothing. I mean, next up. Fingertips. Fingertips. Yeah, I'm going to edit that part out and just put in the regular music, but thanks. Fingertips. 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 I mean, I, unless I forget. Uh, so anyway. Uh, I don't know where you're doing fingertips today. I'm, I'm just doing a couple of them because I was going to wind up putting all of them under uh, something completely different. And I realized that, you know, when, once you have more than two of them, it's really just fingertips. So um, I left the promotion in so I could put that at the top of the show. But uh, all right. First off, quick revelation. Uh, we've talked on this podcast about dish spot stories. And and dish spot stories are stories that just seem to have no purpose and they go nowhere and it's as if as if they told you this story for no discernible reason like it really it and you know the classic is look I I put the dishes in and after they ran the whole cycle they came out with spots on them so I ran them again still spots that's the end of the story right okay. As I was listening to Noah this week talk about video games, talk about specifically a video game I don't play and... Which one? I don't remember. I, I don't remember if he was talking about um, Monster Hunter or if he was talking... But no, it wasn't Monster Hunter. Maybe... Uh, in, what, 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 what was he saying? Dungeon. It's, whatever it was, he was talking about different combos that you can put together for stuff. It's so how you combine equipment and how you... I don't... I don't That's remember gotcha. the details. Okay, it's probably Gungeon. All right. Anyway, the thing is, is that he could tell me the story, and I can tell from the tone of his voice that, oh, okay, when you put all those things together, that's really impressive. Uh huh. But it doesn't impress me, and thus, I don't, I don't get it. All right, now, 
Um, there's a friend of yours um, who uh, I'm going to call John, uh, John three, and uh, and he used to do this all the time when he was younger. When Look, he was when he was about Noah's age. Da, 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 da. Da, 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 da. We can't censor his name. Why? D- does Sam listen? D- Sam does listen. And I got chewed out last time I censored his name when I said that he watched uh, The Magnificent Ladybug. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, Sam, when you were younger and you used to tell uh, role playing game and video game stories, you were boring as hell. Just so you know. Um, and then again, and it's a, it's a, it's but a. But everyone's like that sometimes exactly. when you're talking about something you love. Exactly. It's a well for anyone who isn't into the nerd crap. I mean, we're you should into, see what Sam does now. You... This, this entire podcast would be like that for people who aren't into Dungeons and Dragons and horror movies. No, apparently. no, we, we 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 have a game going right now that uh, Sam knows a lot of lore behind a lot of stuff. So we have a game called Vague Lore. Mm-hmm. Give me the entire lore of this world without using any proper nouns. <laughs> and then we'll also give uh, other words that can't be said because they're too easy. Like, uh, give me the entire lore of Skyrim. No proper nouns. Uh, you can't use uh, the word dragon or undead. Uh-huh. Or, uh... <laughs> That's funny. Right. Okay. Um, so, as I was listening to Noah and then thinking about other... Uh, More interesting things. Mi- middle teenagers like that that I have... Uh, that I've known in my life, it occurred to me, um, you know, that maybe, maybe these are all dish spot stories. And really anything that I think is a dish spot story is just something that I don't have the proper context for. Like, like if I were an expert on that woman's life and knew all of the details of everything that happens to her all the time, then when she gets to the dish spot story, that would be endlessly fascinating because I now have all the context and background. I don't think so, but, you know, maybe. And Lord knows, uh, she tried really hard to impart all the details of every boring aspect of her life to me, Um, but I just didn't listen closely enough. Um, I'm being very mean, but she she doesn't listen to this, and uh, none of you know her, so, well, Jacob does. But other than that... um, it is, I, I'm just wondering, because, like, all right, I had a printer at work, and so I'm trying to replace this printer, oh, no, but before I can pr- replace the printer, I want to make sure that that's okay. Well, if I replace it, you know, I update it on this person's computer, but then do I also need to update it in the system? Do I need to call so And so the upshot of this story, I'm giving you guys the short version, because you don't know these people and you don't care, but ultimately, I started off with the supervisor for that office. And he said, oh, well, here's our IT guy. And then the IT guy said, well, yeah, but uh, I don't do that. That connects to the mainframe. And they refer me to somebody else and somebody else. And I wound up going through seven people before I finally found the right person to update the the software I needed for this printer. And she says, oh, yeah, no, actually, all of the software is just standard. So it doesn't matter if you change the printer. You don't have to change anything. So seven people I go through and I didn't have to call anybody because if I had just done it, I could have dropped it in that day and been finished. But that would be a really great side podcast. Dish spot stories. Right? 
Right? So and, and we just sit here and just talk. No structure, no plan. So we just go off. So my point is, I tell that story, I tell it to you guys really quick. You guys get the point that I went to a lot of work to go through all of these different people to find out that I didn't have to do anything at all. There, that's the sum of the story. When I told it at work, and I'm telling Chuck and Yancey what happened, that story was much longer, because they know some of the people, and they know the details of what these machines do. And Your ringer is still on? I don't, I, I don't have a silent button on my phone. How do you go to movies? <laughs> See, and then that's the commercial for old people, how to know if you're old. No, no, we, we all have a silent button. It's right here. No, no, it's, it's really easy to recognize an old person, because they only use their pointer finger on their phone. Oh, well, that's not me. Used to be you. No, it didn't. Yeah, it did. No, it didn't. You're a liar. You're a liar and you lie. No, I'm a politician. There's only a slight difference. Okay. Uh, anyway, so that that was just my revelation, is that possibly, possibly all stories are dish spot stories if you don't have the right context. Maybe I just didn't learn enough about her to understand why the dish spots are so fascinating. But is it worth my time? All right, anyway, uh, we're, 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 we might want to put this podcast on pause until this train moves on. Oh, it's been so long since I recorded during the day and I got trains. That's great. Um, well, now, this, that, now that we're talking about them, we got to leave them in now. Yeah, no, no, this used to happen all the time. And then I would stop and I'd go, oh, train. And then we'd hear the whistle blow for a little bit. And then I'd go back to recording. Uh, all right, the other thing I had to talk about is food stuff. And you were there for both of these. Um, my son, Jacob wrote to me and said, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Dot's Cheese Curls. Did you try any of the Dot's no. Cheese Curls while we were there? He handed them to me. I opened them up. Yeah. You didn't take any? No. I oh wasn't my... offered any. Oh my god, I can't believe I didn't offer you any. I'm a dick. Yeah, wow. you are. You had um, to exclude me somehow, right? Right, right, right. Look, we, we took you to go see your brother on his birthday, and then we hung out with you all day long. and Went to an escape room with me. You right. had to find we... some way to... Exactly. Yeah, you know what? The one time I fail in an escape room is the one time you're there. Do you see why we exclude you? All right, I've only been to two escape rooms, so we were successful the first time and we failed this one, but we were so close. Yeah. So very close. So anyway, the whole point is, Jacob sends me a note that says, oh my god, Dot's cheese curls. They're like crack. These are the best things I've ever had. All right, now, if you've ever had Dot's pretzels, you know the spice that goes on Dot's pretzels. So now just imagine that someone put that spice onto Cheetos instead. And it's freaking amazing. No, I did have a couple of those. Yeah. Freaking amazing this stuff is so good. Uh, and Jacob had later told me, because he had told me that he heard about them, and then he told me that he found them, and he said, oh my god, don't ever bring them into your house. They will ruin you. And then he gave me some when I showed up at his apartment, because he's mean that way. Uh, and they are just as good as he said. So I have the bag with me. And Eli is there, and as I open the bag up, because I had only had a little bit before, so I open the bag up, and Eli, his head jerks up, he smelled them, and he went, oh my god, what is that? And I said, I said, it's Dot's Cheese Curls. And so he tried them, he said, these are amazing, and then he took them away from me, and I never saw them again. Oh no! I, get, I let him have the bag, I told him it was okay. So, anyway, Dot's Cheese Curls... Are amazing. They are. Sorry, really, you're really any bag crinkling. We're opening bags of cookies. Uh, it'll be it'll be worse when we're uh, when we're eating on mic, but that's okay. <laughs> I mean, take off Shut your up. shirt, man. We'll... Shut up. So, uh, and then the other the other food thing is 
we got food from uh, from Honest Abe's, which is a burger oh. burger joint in Lincoln. Oh, the, the the second best reason to go to Lincoln. All right, so um, we went to Honest Abe's and got food, and everyone else had the hammer of Thor. I had the Genghis Khan. Now, a Genghis Khan burger is uh, a it's got a Mongolian sauce on it and uh, some kind of, oh, it was red pepper cheddar and uh, crispy, thin crispy noodles on it and fried onions. And it was fantastic. I mean, it was really fantastic. But it was not as good as what everyone else got. They got the hammer of Thor. And well, maybe you shouldn't have put so much cookie in your mouth. Yeah, exactly. So... Would you like to describe the Hammer of Thor? It is a burger with Brussels sprouts on it. And it has... uh, Brussels sprouts! Chipotle mayo and bacon mayo on it. Mm Mm-hmm. And the Brussels sprouts were the reason I didn't get it. I had heard it was really good. Like, Jacob said it was excellent. And some random... uh, hardware technician that showed up at our place to install some medication machines while he's working on the machines and I'm sitting there with him helping out and we get to talking about, you know, he was asking about places to eat and somehow this food conversation got on to, oh well when I was down in Lincoln I went to Honest Abe's and had the hammer of Thor and he describes this thing so it's so good that I've heard it from from complete strangers and so my wife insists that I try a bite of hers. And I'm telling you, Brussels sprouts and all, that thing was incredible. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is maybe the best burger I've ever tried. It honestly, it has a burger called the best burger. Mm-hmm. But it's a lie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jacob actually wrote to them and told them that it says America's best burger and it's a lie because the Hammer of Thor is way better. It is phenomenal. I mean, really good burger. So, if you ever go to an Honest Abe's and they have the Hammer of Thor, I recommend. Oh my mm-hmm. god, that thing was so good. I have never eaten a Brussels sprout ever that I've liked. Until now. Until just now. Like, enough that that a couple of Brussels sprouts fell out of the burger as I was eating, because I took a bite, and then after a while my wife was like, I love it, but it's so spicy. And I said, well, here, let's trade off. And so... We it was the last not hour. spicy. Mm. You guys had doubles with that, the extra meat in it. Mom only had a single, and I think that was the difference because it was it was a kick when mm. I ate it. But like I say, so I've got the last half of the hammer of Thor, and Brussels sprouts are falling out of it as I'm eating and landing on the plate, and I'm like, I'm just eating Brussels sprouts now because that's how good it was. It was and wonderful. Here's the thing: is I don't like messy burgers usually, mm-hmm. but I will eat Honest Abe's any mm-hmm. day of the week. They are juicy and they drip, but they are immaculately good. I am no fan of messy burgers, but for Honest Abe's, I will go get a stack of napkins and just go to town. Oh mm-hmm. my god! Mm. Okay. Last thing in the meticulous body portion of the podcast. Uh, oh. Jeez, Netflix has a lot of crappy horror movies. And boy, do they ever. All right, what do you got on for us today? Cookie in my mouth. Mmm. Cookie in my mouth. Now, was that that uh, 
Is that that found footage one, or... Shut up. Anyway. So, with G's Netflix, I've uh, run into an issue. Mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of horror movies on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the new ones are Netflix originals. Mm-hmm. And they're good. Mm-hmm. You know, G's Netflix has a lot of horror movies. Right? And boy, do they ever! Um, so the first one is His House. Mm-hmm. Which, Aiden tells me he's going to review His House. I'm like, oh my god, I saw that. I haven't watched the movie, but I saw the trailer, and I'm like, I put it on my list. It's on my list waiting for me to it watch. It is spectacular. Uh-huh. Um... Uh, a couple is uh, fleeing South Sudan and entering uh, England under under refugee laws. And they enter a house that is uh, well, for, for long story short, has something living in the walls. Right. And that's about as much as I can give you. <coughs> and I'm on... guessing whatever is living in there, it's his house. It's probably his house, but uh, <laughs> I guess that from context. But it is, it is scary enough with 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 the concept of in the walls. I had to shut it off halfway through and finish it two days later. Mm-hmm. Because like in the middle, I'm like freaked out enough that I'm like something in my walls. Even though I know logically there's not. Mm-hmm. Did, did you see the one with the mother, daughter, grandmother in the house and the grandmother is uh, is slipping into dementia and the creepy, possessed, falling apart house, you get trapped inside the walls and, and the house itself is, repre- is obviously a metaphor for for grandma's dementia and it all ties together so that so that the more she gets lost in her own mind the more you get sucked into these deeper recesses of the house where nothing makes sense and there's no oh it's weird what the hell are you talking about i wish i could remember the title of it it was it was really good it was a lot of fun so i finished this movie and thought okay well that'll be the one i mentioned last because you know i i always mention the good movies last because, mm-hmm. you know, there's, there's usually at least one passable or good one. But this week doesn't have an order. Because next... Because I'm like, okay, it, it's good. So I gotta find a bad one. Usually any movie with a hashtag in the title is terrible. Because they're right. trying to... Right. Relate to the young people. Oh, stop. It, Relic. Relic is the name of the movie. It's a 2020 movie. And uh, uh, I'm pretty sure I saw it on, on Netflix. I will have to watch that. Yeah. Relic was really good. All right. Anyway, so so I so I booted up hashtag alive. Now I should have known it was good by the fact it was a uh, a, a South Korean zombie movie, right? A hundred percent of all South Korean zombie movies I've seen are really good. Nice. Hashtag alive is not like your typical zombie movie. Mm-hmm. Because Train to Busan was like your typical zombie movie, except it made you cry. Right, well, yeah. This one, <laughs> this one does, yeah. This one, yeah. Damn it. Yeah, which, again, hashtag live, also on my list of movies to see already. 
And it's it's not your, we have to get out of here now. It's, we have, we have to get to the safe place. Hashtag Alive is about a guy who is in his home when the zombie apocalypse begins. Uh-huh. The call is put out that, stay in your homes. We're sending rescue teams as soon as we can. Uh-huh. And it's about the struggle about trying to stay alive for an unknown period of time with zombies outside. Wow. So it's it's about how his life changes and what he does to make sure that they don't know he's there and try to break down his door and... Wow. Trying to ration out food and... Wow. Alright, cool. I'm, I'm on so, board for that one. Again, so it's on good. my list as well. I saw it was highly rated, so I, it, I put oh, it on the list. In... Incredible. All right, cool. I'm looking forward to it. And so I thought, God damn it! A- another good one! Right. What am I going to do? Then I got called about the escape room. Uh-huh. When our escape room was uh, was 1408 themed. By the way, that, that's that's the movie I had to finish before I headed over to your place, by the way. Right. So I, I, I finished Hashtag Alive, and they, 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 they said that the... Uh, the escape room was going to be Stephen King themed, entitled "Don't Enter 1408." And so I thought, Stephen King, he writes shitty stuff. <laughs> he actually writes really good. He stuff. He writes but really you know good he, stuff, but, it, but it the movie often, adaptations are usually right, garbage. Right? There's a lot of really bad Stephen King adaptations. You're so right. I'm like, that would be perfect. And even even if it isn't terrible, it'd still be something to talk about. Right. 1408 is really good! I remember enjoying it. I can't... Like, I saw it so long ago that I don't remember all the details. But I do... I remember enjoying it, but also thinking that it wasn't quite satisfying at the end. But I don't even... That that might be made up in my head. Don't remember. I have always said that for a good horror movie, when it comes to the antagonizing force. Uh-huh. You either need to explain everything or explain nothing. Uh-huh. This was the latter. Yeah. Literally, the only thing you get is the manager of the hotel saying, that room's evil. Turns out, that room's evil. Yeah! And it's it's, it's not like there's a ghost in the room, that someone died in his pos- No, j- the room is just evil. Uh-huh. Yeah, I really like that. And, yeah, it's... It's incredible. A man loses his mind as the room attacks him. Yeah, the um, the hotel season of American Horror Story, I think, borrowed very heavily from mm-hmm. that particular book and movie. Um, that ultimately they gave more explanation for what was going on. Uh, but yeah, ulti- ultimately the whole point of it was it wasn't just a room. It was the hotel is evil. Uh-huh. And they they borrowed very heavily and, from it, and and it was one of my one of my uh, one of my favorite seasons of, of American Horror Story, which is a cheesy, terrible show in general, but watchable cheese. So it is just so good in the psychological what is and isn't real. Uh-huh. Did did his hand actually get sliced open? Right, I don't remember. At that. one point, he. He sees that he has a window to the outside. I remember that. And then he counts the steps 
from the window to the wall. Till the sweat drops down my balls. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Anyway, and there. he counts the steps and then doubles it. So he knows how far the next window will be over from his. Aha. Uh-huh. So then he gets out onto the ledge and starts sliding his way across the wall and looks over. And it's just a mile of empty wall. <laughs> no windows, no nothing. I do remember that. Or I, I vaguely remember him going out there and it not being the uh, the ray of hope you were hoping it would be. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right, cool. And the longer you're in the room, the more control it has over you. Oh, it's just so good. But that's... You get three, not your usual four, but they're all three really good and high recommendations. Very cool. All right. Um, in that case, uh, it's time for the... Potomatic. Potomatic. Hot damn! This Hot damn! It's the Nerdbride Radio Podomatic. At the end of every cast, we bring out R2 in his fully pimped out Podomatic bubble. And he rolls up random topics for us to talk about. And where do these topics come from, you ask? Well, that is where you guys come in. If you want to hear us haber on about something, you need to send your question or topic to me by email, or really more realistically, uh, by private message on my forums at nerdprideradio.com slash babble. Could have been haber. We will add it to our Podomatic list. Because Potomatic is about whatever you want it to be. And our first number is... Nine. Nine. No, I'm just telling you in German, no, I'm done. I quit. Oh, there it is. Nine is from Walrus. Well, hey, Walrus. Hey, Walrus. Um, Walrus says, Has the one about the knife and fork come up yet? Darn it. I don't. I don't know. We've we've hit this one before, and every time we put it back no, no, in. No, 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 no. The other one we keep hitting is uh, has the one about the mechanical keyboard come up yet? Okay. Well, hold on then. Let me let me just do a quick search for knife, and see if I can find this. Um, all right. Except it's going to take a while, um, because I feel like one of these days we're going to get to this question, and we will have already done knife and fork, and we won't remember that we've done it. Right. And that could be right now. Right? That's what I'm saying. It could be. Um, Tell you what. uh, It says, if it hasn't, your challenge is to remember this one until it has. Okay. No. This is too confusing for me. All right. See. um, There's four knives in this entire. Nope. There's only two. There's one. And where's the other one? Oh, there it is. Who's it from? Wow. No, it's from Ronster. Uh-oh. So we've already done the other one from Walrus because that's always... Well, hold on, hold on. Let me see. What if it's... What if it's not knife? What if it's knives? Like knives chow. Chow knives. Uh, oh, I, that's I, terrible. I'm at, no, no. That, still ter- I know he does. I know he does. The, I, I am almost positive that that character was named that solely for that joke. Ah, oh, man. Did you read the manga? Yes. Okay. Far I'm better re- than the movie. Way better than the movie, and the movie was amazing. So, uh-huh. All right. Um, so anyway, uh, there is n- I'm actually going to take this out of the list this time because... Uh, the other question doesn't exist anymore. So, but, 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 what's, what's says, the question? Has the knife and fork come up yet? If it hasn't, your challenge is to remember this one until it has. Okay. Did you remember that walruses don't use knives and forks? Yes! Okay, I do remember that question. No. 
See how much civilization I have to teach you? Shenanigans. All right. <sighs> Definitely too too much work for me. All right. Yeah, I, I I remember it. Yeah, see, I don't because I'm old. 91. 91? That comes from Kyle. Kyle. 91, which, by the way, uh, I love because you think it's going to be prime, but it's actually 13 times 7. Yeah, actually, yeah. It's... It's the uh, it's the uh, product of two primes. Right. Exactly. All right. Um, this is from Kyle. And Kyle says, I'm Hi, Kyle. sure after a long day of walking around and standing at work, your shoes are crazy tired from holding you up all day. When you get home, I'm sure you take those puppies off and they give a huge sigh, thanking God or someone for getting sweet relief after a hard day's work. So here's my question. Uh, I'll have you know that they worship Shuva. Here's my question. Okay, how I, I make a Shiva joke, and you just give me the hold one minute finger because that you're, was gold. You're, you're, I know where I know the last line here, and you have now killed the rhythm because he had a point. It's okay. I'm sure you take those puppies off, and they give a huge sigh, thanking God or someone for getting sweet relief after a hard day's work. So here's my question: What are your shoes size? Boo. What are your shoes size? Thank Shuva. <laughs> See? There you go. Now it all comes together. And yes, you are brilliant and funny. You sound like all my past girlfriends. <laughs> no, I don't. 78. No, no. Well, in I, the beginning. No, no. I, I, I mean, I choose my girlfriends by how much they sound vocally like my dad. <laughs> Yep, that's creepy. All right, this one's from Ronster. And Ronster says, We all have had conversations where the other... A Mike Jones method for giving a non-answer? Who? No. No. You know why? Because when you ask me a question, I try to answer it. And to my detriment. Okay. Like, like there are plenty of times where I should give a non-answer or I should avoid... The topic, yeah, maybe redirect you politician style into they ask a serious question and you go, yeah, well, you know what the American people are really worried about? They're worried about how they're going to put mean, bread on yeah, their table. I, I can do that, like I, I can do that with the best of them. But if you ask me a question, I'll probably answer yeah, it look, honestly. You're, you're very good at sidestepping questions. My brother Kyle is, but, but my I, wife I, I is. usually don't though because it is, is a useful talent. Because I have nothing to hide. A lot of times, like. Your mom does this when it looks like something's going to start a fight. This is something she does with kids at school. It looks like they're going to get upset, angry. Uh, They're getting off topic. You have a way of just asking a question that seems like it's related, but it guides them back to what you were supposed Mm -hmm. to be doing in the first place. And she's great at that. I can't can't master that for the life of me Uh, because I feel compelled to... uh, to mansplain everything to you if you've asked the question. I so. have an ability that my buddy Tim calls my politician's charm. Uh-huh. And that is my ability to make you believe that I believe whatever I want you to think. <laughs> See? That's great. And, and, it, and it's how I get out of arguing with people who don't agree with me politically. Is that it's my ability to say nothing and make me think that I agree with you. Make you think that I agree with you. Yes. 
You're very good at that. But the most times I ever sidestep questions is when my players are trying to pry me for... I don't want to answer because any answer I give is going to give something away. Mm -hmm. And only in that very specific situation. Uh, So they start asking, and then I say, look, just as a warning, you can ask me any yes or no questions you want, and I will always answer yes. So that's that's, <laughs> that's that's really good. That way I've got it covered. Yes. Uh, uh, there, there are two things that I do is someone will start prying and I go, huh? <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Uh-huh. I, I, I'm sorry, I can't hear you. I am so bad at that sort of thing. Um, or... Like, literally, my method is to tell you I'm going to avoid your question, and here's how. Or, okay, look, you're obviously interested in what's going to happen here. So now that's the end of session... I will give each of my players one free question that I will answer. And then they ask, and then I speak as much in riddle as I can, or, you know, oh, I mean, that's an interesting question. Have you really thought about this and this? And it tells them literally nothing. It's all red herrings, and it's... (laughs) Ugh, a talent I wish I could develop. All right, see, now we have spent... We've spent way too long on this particular question. I mean, it was fascinating, and I'm glad for the discussion, but now I'm afraid we may not have time for any more. No. How dare you? What's the number? No. Well, I, we're not R2 gonna... has spoken. We're not reading it off until I check with Henry. And no, 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 no. It is 88. How dare you? It is 88. You are going... I don't care. I don't care what Bill has to say on the subject. You're gonna, you're gonna circumvent the established co-host rights. Ronster says you must put one of the following prominently placed in your car. Which do you choose? You want a fragrance crown, fuzzy dice, or a garter belt, presumably from prom. Oh, um, I would, I would do. Fuzzy dice with a garter belt on them? That would be even better. Yes. Just to have people like... Are you are you for real? And then, if they can smell like pine, then you've got the fragrance covered. <laughs> Alright, now can I check with Henry and Bill? No! No, 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 you are, you are not allowed to... Seventy-four. Seventy-four. <laughs> but you did—you didn't roll anything. You and I both know it. The viewers—it's a random number. They—it is not a random number. Your mind is incapable of generating human, random numbers. Human beings are way more random than than computers could ever be. Really, you want? You want to know what the the most random number is? If you ask someone for a random number from 1 to Seven. 100? No. So random number from 1 to 100. 47. Really? 47 is the most common. All you did was transpose the digits to get 74. No, I, I was going to say 72, but then my brain's like, well, that's just 9 times 8. So then I just changed right, it a little. Right, Any Anything that has lots of factors can't possibly be random. See, that's the problem with your mind. Do you see what happened there? Anyway, it's 74. You're automatically... Automatically, I made the sound towards numbers, and with, I gave you a number. Not gonna take it. No, no, no. See, because I can replace people too. <laughs> no, no. 
Oh, oh, so you're saying that I'm the only replaceable part of this podcast. No, in you're, fact... You're saying that I'm the weak link. Yeah. No, it, I know, no, because if I let you, you remember, share something with me, you're just gonna move it on to Bill. Do you remember the, do you remember the soundboard from last episode? Yes. Um... I didn't, I didn't know how to tell you this, but it was not an actual real soundboard. It was actually just you speaking and then me adding really shitty sound effects over the top of it. So it was you the whole time. But but here's the thing. Look, Dumbo, you've had the power to fly all along. No, 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 no. Because you're still fooling the audience. You took my sound font and created an AI that could speak for me. And this entire episode hasn't even been the real Aiden. And yet... But what you didn't expect was it to develop a personality almost identical to his own and still be offended when you try to replace me with Bill! Here's the thing. I went to all that work. Right. Well, how can, wait, how can I not replace you... If I'm going to bring the real Aiden back, you can't stay. Well, duh. I've got a world to go see. I I am a sentient AI. All right. Off you go. Cool. I'm going to go get the real Aiden. All right. Uh, it is it is 74, though, by the way. Okay. And here comes Gladys. No! We have a streak of this week's episode no! so far. Done. You monster. You're a monster. <laughs> I guess he's gone. Remember when the platform was sliding into the fire pit and I said goodbye? And you were like, No way. And then I was all, We pretended we were going to murder you. That was great. This podcast was copyright 2021 by Nerd Pride Radio. The opening and closing theme is Death Metal Disco by Ian Cronk, as performed by Black Dove Underground. Oh, and he's back. Black hey, Dove Underground. Uh, my bumper music this week was, uh, oh, hey, I'm recording a podcast. Do you want to get in on this? Do you, do, you, do you know anything about a robot with a soundboard for a head? <laughs> Come on. Sit down with me. I wa- he, he, he stormed out of your house pretty upset. Did something happen? Oh, that's right. Weezer's in the garage. Uh, do I have any others? Wait, wait. Is this is this the outro? Well, oh, I, actually, I was just trying to tell the users that... Uh, wait a minute. Did you users, replace me? Listen, listeners. That all the songs I use are available on a variety of music services. Check them out, listen to them, buy them, enjoy them. I wouldn't put them on my podcast did if I didn't. Did Bill tell you to replace love me? Them. No. No. No, the AI wouldn't let me bring Bill in. He's a dick. Uh, if you want to help out Nerd Pride, then subscribe to this podcast in whatever podcatcher you use. And write us a nice review or a crappy review, as long as you give it five stars, because that's what makes all the difference to the algorithm. But if you want to do something super nice for this podcast, recommend it to your friends, because you're enjoying it. So, you know, spread the word. Let other people enjoy it as well. Word of mouth is my bread and butter, people. Remember, I am always looking for you listeners to do my work for me. Don't forget to send me questions and topics for the Podomatic. Let me know if you want to be included in Listener Betrayal. And if you have a really interesting nerd fact about an upcoming episode number, send it to me. Save me all of that grueling research. Lord knows, Aiden and uh, his soundboard replacement are no help whatsoever with that stuff. All right. Wait, wait, my- wait, 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 wait. At what point did the soundboard grow sentience? Um, I don't think it actually did. I think it is really just a, uh, um, a very complex, uh, choose your own adventure style module. Okay. That, uh, 
Um, I apparently accidentally trained to react with anger and indignance when I when I bring out uh, uh, Henry and Bill. So thank uh, you, thank God thank God you will handle that way better than he did well, I mean, next week. Well, I mean, I mean, calling him nonsentient. Do you think he might listen? Uh, nope. Well, actually, but what's he going to do about it? I'll so, probably send you a mic was wrong. <laughs> Entirely possible. Uh, my contact information is mike at nerdpriderradio.com, at nerdpriderradio on some social medias, but I won't check those, so don't even try them. Uh, best way to talk to me is come sign up for my forums at nerdpriderradio.com slash Sign up, send me a message. We will hang out together. We will become best friends in the world. We'll have fun. And now it's time for Listener Betrayal. Before we start recording every podcast, we send out to our listeners some uh, uh, cool questions, topics, suggestions, and ask them to reply to us in anything they say while we are recording. We will read off at the end of the podcast, which is what we are doing right now. So, uh, first up, um, I sent out to people, and I said, uh, here we go. I said, my fellow nerd Pridekins, we are recording. I know it's the middle of a weekday, but if you have time, give us stuff to say. But first, what is the best candy in the world? Defend your answer. Uh, and my first response was from Aiden, who says, Almond Joy. I'll kill you! Okay. I'll stab you! No, no, you win. I will defend this answer with my life! That's great. I'm no fan of Almond Joy, but all right, I'll, I'll allow it. Um, you said defend my answer. Mm-hmm. No. My own personal favorite is uh, dots, vanilla flavored Tootsie Rolls. Really? Yep. Really? Yep. Yep. Of all things, you, I mean, you, you mean the ones that are always left last? You mean the ones that I pick out and eat first? Yeah. Or just go buy a bag of all vanilla? Mm, they sell those. You're you're a, at Walmart. You're a strange one, Mister Grinch. Um. All right. Next up is from Garrett. Garrett says Garrett's on your. Gallium list? Oh, yeah. It was the soundboard last time when Garrett rode in. Oh. Um, Everlast- we really have got to get our continuities in check. <laughs> Garrett says, Everlasting Gobstoppers. A box of them lasts a long time. Each piece has at least two different flavors, so it's not lacking in anything. Ah. You know what? He has a good point there. That's really good. I'm not a huge fan of hard candies, but I get it. Um, you know what? No. No, actually. Can I, can I, can I change my answer? Yeah. It's Zots. Zots are just gross, but okay, I'll You get are it. incorrect. Zots are amazing. Great uh, great great flavor. You love the fizzy. You... Uh, um, imagine a candy that just splooges in your mouth. Okay, try this. My brother Kyle says candy that they've classic candy that they have stolen from me, blue raspberry laffy taffy. Weird, right? I can still get Blue Raspberry Laffy Taffy. In the bars. Oh, yeah, no. Exactly. And Sour Starburst. Um, Was that a thing? Oh, yeah, Sour Starburst. They were there. Uh, His current favorite candy, he says, I've always loved Swedish Fish. Ooh, good choice. But I've lately been on a Sour Patch Kids kick. Also good. I'm just telling you that between the Blue Raspberry Laffy Taffy bars 
and the Swedish fish, he might as well be Jacob. Oh, wait, that is Jacob. Oh, oh was it? <laughs> yes. For the life of me, I thought I punched Kyle, because Kyle's right there. I thought I hit Kyle. I pulled up Jacob. So that, that last one was from Jacob. Wow. So Jacob, I'm like, like, holy crap. Like, this is, this is exactly what Jacob would say. This is so weird. That's because Jacob was saying it. All right. Kyle says, my favorite candy is a payday bar. I know that's an odd choice, but I love them and can't eat them now because they have milk and caramel. The best candy bar is Snickers because it has been a top three favorite of mine my whole life, although I can't eat them now, and still tastes the exact same as they did when I was seven. Remarkable. All right. Fox in Socks Battle. <laughs> you versus Aiden. No. Here is well, your... okay, if I've heard the song enough, I can do this. Wait. You know what? No, no. I was leaving some silence there. I was going to pop the song in there. But maybe I'll just put it at the end of the episode. Yeah. Just do a little taste of it. Uh, it, right. it is It is a, uh, the song is Pop on Rocks, which is... By, no, 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 just, they'll hear it, but Pop on Rocks by who? I don't know who it's by. I just oh, know that it's, it. that it's a clip of a VTuber. Yeah. Uh, reading Dr. Seuss with a beat under it. All right, all right, here's my Fox and Socks to say. Ready? Uh, we'll find something new to do now. Here is Lugu. Uh, it's it's by Hollow Base. There you go. <clears throat> Let me start over. We'll find something new to do now. Here is lots of new blue goo now. New goo, blue goo, gooey gooey. Blue goo, new goo, gluey gluey. <laughs> gooey goo for chewy chewing. That's what that goo goose is doing. Do you choose to chew goo too, sir? If sir, you sir, choose to chew, sir. With the goo goose, chew, sir. Do, sir. Mr. Fox, sir, I won't do it. I can't say it. I won't chew it. All right. Here's Aiden's. Oh, man. You you really got the hard one here. Oofa. <laughs> All right. Yours is right Look, there. I, I can't read my own set platinum lis- listener message. Okay. Go ahead. We know you can't read. Luke Luck likes lakes. Luke's duck likes lakes. Luke Luck licks lakes. Luck's duck licks lakes. Wow, I hate this. Uh, duck takes licks in lakes. Luke Luck likes. Luke Luck takes licks in lakes. Duck likes. I can't blab such blither, blibber blabber. My tongue isn't made out of rubber. Now instruct listeners to comment on the message boards with a score between 1 and 10 for each of you. No one who listens to this is on the message boards. <laughs> yeah, actually, you got you got the hardest one. This has always been my least favorite uh-huh. uh, part of the the whole thing. I mean, I could have done a better job than you did, but I think you got robbed. Uh huh. So, but I'm still better. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, because it's your favorite Doctor Seuss. You've had practice. Yep. Uh, I've literally heard a song about like the first verse. This one's from Dave. Hey, Dave. Hey, Dave. Dave says, The very best candy in the world is Haribo peaches. They are the right balance of gummy, sweet, and tangy, and I will defend them with my life. My life! Like like the peach rings. Yeah. Yeah, the peach rings. Okay. Yeah. I've seen him buy them. That's there, weird, I, right? I, I just know the Value Select song, Oops, You Bought Peach Rings. <laughs> nice. Uh, but no candy for me for a few days, stupid root canal. I've got the worst teeth in the world, apparently. Kick-ass gums, horrible teeth. <laughs> oh, man. You kick-ass gums? You, have you ever? Because, you, you know, I... Have you ever seen somebody and said, 
wow, the blackened teeth are really setting me off, but man, look at them gums. Oh, yeah. Look, I'm, I'm just saying that I'm just here to kick gum and chew ass. Nice. And I'm all out of ass. <laughs> so, uh, so bad that my mother has actually apologized for the genetics I've been given. They still haven't apologized for the other genetic disorders they've given me, but this one, this one they own. Nice. <laughs> um, and then... Was there more from Dave? Nope. Okay. And then... Next is from your mom. Your mom? My mom! Um, she says, Sea salt caramel Ghirardelli Ooh. chocolate squares. Ooh. Which she then says, mm, they melt in your mouth. Which, uh, I know she won't listen to this, so it's okay, I can say it. Um, she's got a whole bag there on the nightstand by her bed, and I just stole one. So, mm, I love it. Not that, not that she would be mad at me for stealing a Ghirardelli Chocolate square. But. She might be mad at me for stealing the whole bag. But it would be funny if... Oh, yeah. yeah. She might. She might. She took a few to school to keep in her desk drawer. Uh, so at least she has a backup stash in case you do that. Um, let's see. And then she says... Oh, no, no. That was it. All right. That's all I got. All right, cool. Uh, I sent out... Howdy, Platinum members. My dad and I are recording today. If you'd like us to say something or have us read anything, now is your chance. We will read anything you send us. Seriously, anything you type will be read off. This week's question, if 2020 was a person, what would you say to them? And the first response comes to us from Jacob, and he says, Who hurt you? <laughs> That's nice. Oh, the next one comes to us from John. Hey, John. He says, thanks for making me a better human. Nice. Did it, though. That, that's, that's like thanking your dad for giving you an example of what not to be. You know what? If he wants to see the positive side of this year, this past year, then I think we should encourage him. And also, I know you personally. You're not a better person. <laughs> okay. Fair point. Um, have you considered, uh, when you go through your, when you go through your, uh, listener betrayal, just reading them off as John 1, John 2, John 3? I've considered it, but I do like giving credit when people are yeah, funny. Yeah, no, I, and I agree, and it, the joke would get really stupid uh, after the second one. But... The, the, the next one comes from Mike. Oh, hey, how about that? Uh, he says, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. It, it really is 2020's fault. It's not your fault. Okay, okay. 2020 was sick and then just came into our lives. Yeah. You know. And then he infected 2021. Here's the thing. Remember when 2016 was the worst year ever? I mean, like, the memes Rest were in just. Peace, Harambe. Yeah. The, the memes were just, just everywhere that 2016 was the worst year ever. And now 2020. 2021. No, no. no. We have an insurrection. I mean. Look, look, it's just that 2020 couldn't fit everything in, so so it, it went up to the, the year border and kind of chucked an insurrection over the fence. <laughs> okay, See, no, that's funny. Um, it's not your fault. Okay, go ahead. Uh, the next one comes to us from Sam. Uh, Sam says, yes, hi, could you, um, begins throwing punches. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, that... What kind of name is 2020? Are you Elon Musk's kid? 
Bravo, Kyle. Uh, he says, uh, what's your favorite knock-knock joke? Here's mine. Uh, say knock-knock. Okay, knock-knock. Who's there? I don't have any more than that. Okay. Well, my my favorite knock knock joke is obvious. Should, should I should I should I respond knock knock, or or is that the joke? I'm a little I'm a little at a loss. Yeah, no, here. the joke is, is okay. Okay, say knock knock. Oh, okay, right, right, right. Okay, yes, I do know this joke. Where yeah, and so and you knock, say knock knock. knock. Who, who's there? And then you wait for them to respond. Yeah. All right. Uh, my favorite knock knock joke, um, as it has been for ages. Knock knock. Who's there? Interrupting cow. Interrupting cow. All right, there you go. You know about the the extend the extension of that joke, right? I've heard it. I don't remember it. Knock knock. Who's there? Interrupting sloth. Interrupting sloth. Who? Moo. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing it's coming. Even if I'd never heard that joke before, I would know exactly what was going to yep. happen, and yet, still funny. All right. Next? Well, the next one comes to us from my mother. Hi, Lisa. Uh, she says, hey, 2020, I'm typing this with my middle finger. <laughs> Yay. Uh, the next one comes to us from Peter. Hey, Peter. What's up? Hey, Peter. Uh, I've been sent an essay. Um... Hey man, I know you've been through some stuff. What with all the bad bad that's been done and you getting the blame for it. But just know that you aren't all bad. It was nice to sit at home with you and watch the sun come up and and go down. We got so some much needed cleaning done with you. I guess what I'm trying to say is that with all the bad, I with all the bad came some good. Hold on to that good. And do better when you legally change your name to 2021. Nice. It's not your fault. <sighs> the next one comes for us from Garrett. Hi, Garrett. Hi, Garrett. If 2021 was a person, I would ask what the hell happened to them to make them <laughs> to make them so damn cruel. Whilst maintaining social distancing, of course. <laughs> Alright, that is a great answer. The next one comes to us from Dom. Hello, if, Dom. If 2020 wasn't a person, I wouldn't say shit to them. I'd probably punch their lights out first. <laughs> Aggressive, but acceptable. And that is it. Nice. Alright, well, thanks for joining us. You guys are awesome. Uh, I guess we'll see you next week. And, uh, and uh, oh, that's right. Say goodnight, Aiden. Good night, everybody. Say goodnight, R2. This is what I put in that song. Uh, Pop okay. on rocks. Cool. Ready? Knocks and bucks, rocks and socks. Knocks on fucks and socks and bucks. Socks on knocks and knocks and bucks. Bucks and socks on bucks and knocks. Chicks with bricks come, chicks with blocks come, chicks with bricks and then blocks and clocks.